Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for joining me on Life Point today. And as you know, from time to time, I have radio interviews. This week, you've heard from uh, Representative Kiska the last couple days. Well, the next uh, today and tomorrow, I have our Secretary of State, uh, Lawrence Denny, with us. And uh, Lawrence, good to have you. Or I should say Secretary Denny. Thank you, Pastor Tom. Great to be here. Yeah, it's awesome because uh, I've got to know uh, Secretary Denny years ago because he was the one who brought me on as a chaplain of the Idaho House of Representatives. In fact, I don't know if you know this, this will be my 14th year. We have aged. We have. 14 (laughs) years. I mean, I can't believe this is going to be the 14th year. And and you were, I can't remember how long, eight years, how long with me as, as a speaker you were. I was I was speaker for six years. Yeah, so. for six years, but yeah. but you were the reason I stayed around there because of who you are, and not only that, because of your faith and and uh, I just loved the process way back then. We I got to talk to the Democrats and Republicans, and and really they just wanted somebody that would just uh, breathe positive uh, spiritual things in their lives and offer a prayer and. And it's been it's certainly been an honor and a privilege, but I wouldn't have had it if you wouldn't give me the opportunity. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for doing it. It oh, is it's, it's, awesome. it's something that you do every day for three months, and mm-hmm. and uh, certainly we do appreciate it there too. I got a really nice card from a representative this last week with a little gift card in it, just randomly, and it was uh, it was such a nice card. I, ha- I haven't talked to this guy a whole lot in my life, and uh, it was just just out of the wild blue. So that was pretty neat. And plus, I just golfed in a golf tournament for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes with uh, our uh, Sergeant of Arms and uh, Jeff and our our uh, guard, Corky, our security guard, Corky. We all golfed together, so we got to spend some time together. So it's cool that you can develop relationships outside that. And, of course, I've known you and your wife uh, now for a long time and walked through some things together. But God's been good. and. Uh, Certainly glad you're in this role. Well, as I talk to you, uh, I just kind of via email and through your secretary, Aaron, who, by the way, is just a splendid person to talk to. She is just a doll, you know. And but and uh, w- there were some questions that people had been asking about the voting uh, pamphlet that you put out that uh, is very good. It's it, it really helps people understand. Uh, but the, the first question I want to talk about is dealing with the uh, pamphlet about the amendment number and question HUR4. Um, we've been getting some questions about the clarity of the bill. In a sense, after talking to you before the show, it's, it's a lot clearer to me even now. But he said, but I want, wanted to ask you a couple questions about that, such, such as it says, if you put yes down, it approves amended, amendment that sets permanently the number of senators and legislative districts in Idaho to 35. And uh, so anyway, we're just wondering uh, what exactly that meant. So you meant, mentioned something to me about Right now, it's thirty to thirty-five or something. Currently, uh, the the Constitution says no less than thirty districts, no more than thirty-five. And what this amendment will do is set it permanently at thirty-five. There, and um, really, the only the only thing that that does is uh, during reapportionment, the reapportionment commission could set it between thirty and thirty-five. This just keeps it at 35 from now on. So it'll be always at 35. And so the no vote means, no, you don't want to change it, and so it still could be 30 to 35. That's, I guess that's very clear. That's clear. There, 
That's correct. Uh, a no vote says you want it to stay between 30 and 35. Versus, okay, that's man, that's really clear. And see, you'd think something so simple <laughs> doesn't get misconstrued, but it certainly does. And so that, that helps us a lot, folks. If you're out there, you can. he's not going to tell us how to vote. He just wants to let you know that is that is what you're voting on and how that works. So if you want this amendment to uh, be locked in at 35, then vote yes. If you want it to... Uh, Remain thirty to thirty-five, then vote no. So you know it's clear as clear as a bell. Um, another question is: Is the amendment squeezing out the rural communities as Idaho has been primarily known as a rural state? You know, thanks for that question. I don't think that it's squeezing right now. Uh, uh, according to the to the law of the land, it's one man, one vote. I think the increase in population is is diluting that rural flavor that we have in Idaho. Uh, but it's going to be the same whether it's 30 districts, 33, or 35. It's, I guess it's uh, right. still the increase in population is what is, is affecting the rural. And s- someone asked me, does that affect the uh – does that favor the large cities versus uh, – in the greater corporate cities versus the – you know, like I said, rural, the Idaho, so many farmers, so many, uh, and you're from Midvale, Idaho. By the yeah. way, I just went through Midvale uh, about two <laughs> weeks ago, and I said, this is where my friend Lawrence lives, and uh, and uh, I've told him about my, again, my story when we were uh, playing basketball when the Midvale was 18-0, and 0, and I was having the best game of my life. I had 21 points and 11 rebounds going in the fourth corner. We was only eight behind, and suddenly, well, the coach made some changes, and Thought we had kind of given up on us, and that was kind of frustrating. But Midville had a great team that year, but I, so I'll never yeah. forget that. Never forget that. But yeah, so you know, you're from a rural area, right? You know, and and um, I would like to keep things the way they are, but unfortunately, that's not the way it's going to be. You know, and we see this all all across the country that some of the larger metropolitan areas, you know, with the larger populations are are ruling the state so well america's growing <laughs> and right. idaho is growing like crazy i mean oh yes you would yeah. know more about that than i but uh you know i mean people are moving in here i just had a recent neighbors just moving in they're all from california and they're moving in they hated to tell me they're from california i said well i said oh, where are you from and they're just so sluggish uh california i said, but we're not like those California people. This is what they told me. <laughs> he said, we left there because they were so liberal and they were going off the you know, deep end. And we, we had to get away from that. My husband and I had to get away from that. That was an interesting thing. But, you know, and, and of course, housing is uh, they, they sell their houses there for a million dollars, come here and buy a $400,000 house. It's like they're better than their million dollar house in <laughs> California. So, yeah. But you, you know, we're dealing with that everywhere. What do you know? What the growth rate is in Idaho? Uh, just off the top uh, of your head, I'm not off the top of my head, but I, you know, I, I suspect that it's that we are one of the fastest growing states in the country. Well, it's Idaho is a great place to live. I mean, frankly, I'm, I've only lived in Washington, Oregon, and Idaho, <laughs> but Idaho is just it's such a great place to live. And even in Boise, where it's it's uh, growing bigger, and we're more of a city, it still doesn't feel like when I was from I was from the Portland area before here for nine years, and it just doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like you still have kind of that small touch when you're going down the freeway. It's a little more crowded now, but <laughs> but they're trying to do things about that. So, well, hey, I've got several other questions, and we're gonna uh, bleed in tomorrow. We only got four minutes left today, but uh, I want to take advantage of having uh, Secretary Denny here because it's not often 
that I get a chance uh, to talk to him. Actually, I pop in his office once or twice a year usually and say hey to see how he's doing. He's always You're always so gracious to welcome me, and I appreciate that. But uh, another question dealing with the COVID-19 uh, in the business world, because obviously we've got a mess going on with the world. It's not just the United States, not Idaho. It's not the United States. It's the entire world. So, right. you know, it's, it's, it's worldwide. So this is the question. So what percentage of businesses – have been shut down in Idaho due to COVID nineteen. Do you have an idea? You know, I don't. Uh, I don't have the figures on how many have shut down or how many have permanently gone out of business. But I can tell you, uh, we do the business registry in the state of Idaho, right? And I think this is going to be a record year for new businesses. Wow. You know, I think with with people being off of work or away, I think they're thinking of new ideas and and starting new businesses. It. Um, I think we're going to to uh, to see a record year in new business filings this year. Well, that's awesome, and the uh, and and so maybe you don't even this question may not have relevance. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it says, does the state have a plan in place to help to reestablish businesses? You know, and that's a question better answered by the governor or the Department of Commerce. Uh, I think, yes, that they do have a plan in place for, for a recovery. So I know, of course, I deal in the – I mean, I'm not a part of the House of Representatives. I'm just the chaplain, so I just pray. And But I, because of being there, I learn a lot, and I know a lot more than maybe the normal person know because all the chit-chat and everything that goes on. And in fact, it was pretty wild here. Uh, what a month or two ago when they had the special session they asked me to come and pray for that and that first day when we had that chaos and it was chaos i mean you yes. probably heard it because you have an office oh yes down there but it was <laughs> when i first walked in the door in the basement door i came in and i heard this loud roar i, I didn't have any idea what it was and it it, it was so unusual because it was early in the morning and so i I walked down underneath the dome and looked up to see if I could see. I still heard this, but I couldn't see anybody. I had no <laughs> idea what was going on until I got up to the third floor where our, the House of Representatives is, and I walked in there. Then upstairs in the balcony area, people were trying to get through, and that's when the window broke. And, and people yeah. need to realize the window, that somebody just didn't break the window as they bumped up against it and it broke but it still it was chaotic and and there was a lot of nervous people there that day you know and but it ended up later on the week things got a little bit better i think and this and that but you know when you deal with politics in life people have opinions and some people just take things too far you know but yeah you know one one thing that i've noticed over the the years is the degree of incivility uh, is growing and growing, and I think, and I lay a lot of that to social media, where we can be, or mm-hmm. where people can be impersonal, and yep. and uh, and w- we no longer have a civil discourse or a civil conversation. It's uh, we start attacking people rather than issues, and I think that's sad. Wow. Hey, I've got a couple more questions. I think that are important. Uh, for the voters. Uh, so I hope they'll tune in tomorrow because we're out of time today. Uh, thanks for joining me today, uh, Secretary Denny. Thank you. And, uh, and I'll, we'll talk tomorrow. Okay. Folks, go out and have a great day. You know what? 
and serve God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and put your faith in him. Allow him to direct your life. I'm so thankful that we have a Secretary of State that loves Jesus, and it's just awesome to spend time with him. And I look forward to talking to him tomorrow. I hope you'll tune in because we're going to talk about some absentee ballots and some different things tomorrow that you might need to know. So tune in tomorrow. Lord bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.